0: welcome to another episode of ask danny well i tell you over the years i have been asked thousands of home improvement questions so each week here on ask danny i'll bring in one of my expert friends and we'll tackle some of your questions share a few tips and also tell you a few entertaining stories to help you out with your project so remember next time you have a question ask danny This week, my guest is Artie McGowan, owner of Colony Plumbing and a master plumber in Mobile, Alabama. Longtime friend of mine, someone that has done hundreds and hundreds of jobs with me. And Artie, I appreciate you being a part of the Ask Any podcast.
1: Oh, man, I appreciate being a a part of it, Danny. Uh, Always great to work with
0: you. Well, I tell you what, you know, over all the years and all the different projects, especially hardcore residential remodeling, man, you run into all kinds of things. And one of the things we hear, and I know you hear about it all the time, is people having problems with low water pressure. You know, there's lots of different reasons that that can happen, but uh, give us a few of the, the highlights of ways that someone can improve their overall water pressure in their home.
1: Well, Sometimes something like Old Cousin Earl will come up and park itself right over your water meter and uh, squish your line, and that could cause it. But mm-hmm. the real stuff that causes it, Danny, is um, let's let's see where the problem is first. Sometimes it's at a kitchen sink or a lavatory. It can be real simple there. Sometimes the breeze comes up through the water. It gets into your aerator strainer, and it slows it down, almost clogs it up. Simple fix. Unscrew it tap it out, clean it up, maybe use the end of a little screwdriver or picker of some kind, clean it up, put it back on, that should, cause, that should solve the problem. Sometimes it's a little bit more complicated. Some houses have a water pressure reducing valve that comes right off the meter. When it does, it goes bad over the years. Mm-hmm. Sometimes a homeowner might want to try to fix it, but really he should leave, leave it to a professional because most of the time that has to be replaced. And, of course, the other things are you get underneath there, somebody's half turned their water off underneath the sink or maybe the uh, tub faucet or something like that. Same thing, getting the debris in it, you're going to have to take it apart, clean it all up, put it back together.
0: Well, you know, one one time I was working on a project that we were um, doing all kinds of different work there, and one of the things a homeowner wanted is to replace the water line from the house to the street. So, you know, it was only about 25 or 30 feet. We were able to dig it up and it was the old um, galvanized type of uh, water line that they use so much. And Artie, it was a terrible shape. It was rusty. And I actually cut a piece while we were removing it, probably about two foot long. And I held it up to the sun and I couldn't even see anything through it with all of the the whatever is inside the the green slimy things it really can turn your stomach in thinking of all of the water filtering through there. I guess that's another thing that you know, especially if you're talking about a home that's fifty plus years old. Uh, there's a lot of things happening inside those water lines.
1: Yeah, exactly right. Uh, and then the galvanized itself starts breaking down, and and then rust gets into it, and then parts of the old galvanized start turning black, and that's what gives you that ugly black and orange look. And you're right, the only thing to do is just replace that bad boy. Get rid of that line, get your new one in there, and your problems will be solved. Sometimes they run all the way underneath the house to some fixtures, and so it can get a little complicated. Definitely want to get a plumber involved.
0: Now, um, I've always uh, wondered about this. Let's say you had a three-quarter-inch supply line going from the street to your house, and say it's old and you want to replace it. Is it any advantage in, in stepping that up to one inch? Uh, some people said, oh, yeah, you'll get more water. And others said, no, you're only going to get so much water out of there. What's your thoughts on that?
1: Well, uh, the, what happens is uh, the best thing to do is go ahead and increase it. I, I always like to increase it if you can mm-hmm. because it does give you a little bit more velocity at your faucet. And it, and when water's running through, let's say you're running through a, a small half-inch line, but well, once the fixture start delivering that water, that water pressure drops really quickly. The larger pipe you have, it gives you a more volume of water, even though it's still coming off of a three-quarter meter, and it gives you less likely chance for it to drop, especially if it's a long run to the house. You definitely want to increase it just to make sure that you get all the pressure you need. doesn't hurt to increase it at
0: all. I got you. And of course, you know, we're talking about municipal water. If you're on a well, of course, you can uh, do a little bit of an adjustment out there. Some wells will only go up so high on the PSI, but I guess you can kind of step that up a little bit more. And what would you say is the the right PSI going into a house? Is it 20? Is it 40? What do you think?
1: I like 75 pounds on Is that right?
0: line. Yes, wow. I do.
1: Because yeah. um, if you can get that out of it, it's it's great, because most of your water in the city is around 75 pounds. Oh, some I of it's you. in the 60, some of hmm. it's in the in 50, depending on what part of town you're in mm-hmm. and how new the system is and the utility mm-hmm. system is. And But, um, of course, on a well, you see most of the time it's around 45 pounds, mm-hmm. and you can increase it. There's a little um, device there on it, and it, it, I can't think of it right now, but it lets that water pressure get a little bit higher. Mm-hmm. And just, just turning uh, a screw and letting it, you know, build up a little bit higher pressure. But you know, a, a, a well does have a pressure holding tank, mm-hmm. and so you can, you know, actually have a little bit lower pressure at the pump. But um, but the uh, tank itself is going to keep you keep the water pressure up there until it, you know, it, it too many people use water at one time. But
0: got gotcha. you, got gotcha. you. That's that's great. All right. Hey, if you have a question about your home or just need a little help with the project, head over to todayshomeowner.com slash ask. Use the form there to send photos, share what you're working on, and ask us any question at all. Let's switch gears and talk about Drains. Boy, I get so many calls on the Today's Home on a Radio show about slow drains, you know, whether it's the shower or whether it's the vanity. And um, of course, you know, a lot of those are cemented, you know, have the PVC glue or maybe they've the old. a chrome or whatever, but man, it is amazing what's inside some of those P traps under a bathroom vanity, and that really can be the main one of the main sources of a slow drain, wouldn't you think?
1: I do, and and this is what I like to do when I walk into a house, and let's say the lavatory is clogged up, so I immediately go to that lavatory and I ask them, "Have you used it out at all?" And they say, "Oh, okay, no, we haven't used it in a while." So I run the water; if the water backs up immediately that clog is in between the top of that lavatory or bathroom sink to the bottom of the trap, and it's more likely hair catching on a, a trip lever that operates the pop-up. And that can be cleaned real easy by, you know, sometimes taking a little uh, pop-up out, getting you some needle nose and pulling the hair out. But if you run that water and it takes about 30 seconds to fill up, well that drains, is the problem is in the drain down the line probably five, six, maybe 10 feet away from where you are. Mm-hmm. that's the case, you can get a liquid drain cleaner. And I, and I suggest getting the one that's got a high sulfuric acid content. Mm-hmm. And you mm-hmm. know that easily by it because it's packaged double. Um, so if you go to one particular brand, it's in a bottle, and then it's also in a bag too. Mm-hmm. That's got a very high content in it because they're making you double
0: package it. Oh, I got you packages. how about that? Huh.
1: Yeah. So put your uh, put your glasses on and some gloves on, pour it on down there. Um, what it says to do, use it's about a cup, cup and a half, and you let it sit for about thirty minutes and sometimes that'll eat it up and send it right on out. Sometimes you have to get a professional and just get it routed out, you know, with an auger and a and a and a snake and and that's and that's about the the of it there. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, well, that's certainly a very, very common one. Now, another common question we get, and, you know, people are so intimidated by toilets. And it's funny, you know, toilets have changed a little bit over the years. And of course, a few years back, they reduced the consumption from, you know, three plus gallons down to 1.6. And everybody had problems with those for a while, but it seems like they're, seem to be working out pretty well right now. But if you're hearing that ghost flushing in the middle of the night, or you're seeing that water in your bowl, um, you know, moving a little bit. What is the most common uh, scenario that you've seen on toilets that make them run all the time?
1: Okay, so it's the flush valve, and to make sure your customers know what the flush valve is, that's actually the apparatus that holds the flapper. It lifts up and it's in the center of the toilet. It's got a refill tube on it. That's going to be the problem area. More likely, it's going to be a flapper, but sometimes it can be the flush valve itself, get a little crack in it. Right around the base of the tube that the overflow goes into it, that path that gets a little old and you'll get a little crack down, that water will find its way right into the bowl. And, of course, you know, do your your, your color dye test and get you some food coloring, maybe red or blue, drop it in there and see if it's showing up in the toilet after about 10 or 15 minutes. Then you know that that problem's in that area around the flush valve and the flapper, and then you can start attacking the problem from that point.
0: Yeah, I'll tell you, if you're not familiar with toilets and you look in that tank, you can go, oh, wow, this is a lot more complicated than I thought it would be. But it's actually a pretty simple device. It hadn't changed a whole heck of a lot over the years. And, of course, our friends at Fluidmaster have just about everything that you need to repair it. So uh, it is something that if you're you know a little adventurous, you can do yourself. But uh, you want to make sure that you um, have everything you need before you get started on that part of it. Very good one there. Um, now, <clears throat> another thing. Uh, um, I was thinking about Artie is uh you know we've been in and out of you've been in and out of thousands of houses and have done a lot of work over your years of being a master plumber. Anything kind of odd or funny happened to you along the way?
1: <laughs> well, I have a no doctor friend that I worked for for years then mm-hmm. and he's mm-hmm. also good friends with my father and that's actually how I got to know him.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: uh so I was in there and I repaired the laboratory uh bathroom sink. And uh, I put some new supply lines on it, and uh, I thought I was hokey-dokey. And so I, I left the next morning. I got a call from Doc. He says, Artie, you need to come back here. I got three or four rolls of toilet paper that are wet. You've got a leak underneath there. I said, oh, I'm so sorry, Doc. Let me get over there. So I got up in there, and I saw where the problem was, and I was fixing it. And old Doc, he says, you know, what happened underneath there? I said, well, Doc, that is a little bit of a mistake by me. I didn't tighten it. The- that nut just quiet enough like it should have been around that supply line. Mm-hmm. He said, you know, I can't make mistakes in my business already. I said, Doc, you know all your mistakes are lying in the cemetery out there.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's 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 the difference between those two professions, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I, can, I can have a mistake and not have to bury it, although I bury some mistakes.
0: Well, that does happen, and I'll tell you what, you can, you know, replace something like that, and uh, just the other day I had a faucet that I replaced, and you know, got it all back in there. Boy, that's so hard to get your hands up underneath there and the existing one, but I finally got it all done, turned it on, everything worked fine, and I came back, you know, as a habit and checked on it a little while later and saw some water dripping down there. Fortunately, it was just the drain lines where the P-trap where I, you know, kind of pried up against them with my hands trying to tighten those supply lines, and I was able to hand tighten those things, and it was done, wiped it clean, and, and, I look like a I look like the uh, husband of the year there for at least a short amount of time. So
1: <laughs> yeah, well you know it, 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 the the great thing about plumbing today is it really is is it, become user friendly. They've done they've got all kind of products out there like Fluid Master. You mentioned them ago. You mm-hmm. know, Danny, I use a lot of Fluid Masters. I use their plappers. Uh, I use their fill units. I even use their flush valves now because I've got. The products are just good, and I'm having a lot of success with them. And um, but um, you know, other than that, yeah, that's great. A lot, a lot of uh, a lot of user friendly stuff out there that's really helping out
0: homeowners. Well, Artie, this has been really, really good to have you on the Ask Danny podcast. There's uh, so many questions. Matter of fact, I have a number of other questions here. So why don't we revisit this again uh, pretty soon and see if we can't knock out a few more of these very common plumbing questions?
1: Sure, sure. Danny, are you are you quick to go? Yeah,
0: man. Oh yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Okay, I'll tell. I almost had another story, but I'll just save it for the next podcast.
0: Yeah, let's do that. I, I look forward to to, to hearing that. We got plenty more to talk about. it. Arden McGowan, thanks so much for being with me here on this Ask Danny podcast. Thank you, sir thank you so much for listening to this episode of ask danny hey i'd love to hear from you so i hope you'll take a moment to leave a review and follow this podcast i also invite you to visit today's slash ask where you can send me any photos ask any question and let me know what topic you would like to hear more about so remember next time you have a question ask danny